when you're in the gym and you sit in the sauna, it's supposed to be a place of relaxation. I shouldn't be hearing you breathing like fucking Dark Vader. I shouldn't be hearing your music because you, you ain't got your headphones in. And I don't know why we still wearing trash bags at the fucking gym. Microphone check. Does my mic sound nice? Uh. Yes, it does. Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time, where we change the narrative by changing the perspective. I'm Jared Dam, and it's about damn time to have another conversation that changes the way you think and perceive things. The only question is, are you ready? Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time. I'm Jared Dam in the building. I'm sorry, y'all had the rant. I was at the gym, and this dude was wearing basically like a silver trash bag. He 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 was breathing so loud, I could I couldn't hear my podcast, and it was just like loud. Like maybe you shouldn't be in the sauna. Maybe you should go lay down. I I, I don't know, but why have AirPods in if I can hear every song that you're playing? Like it wasn't like it was that loud. He just forgot to switch his headphones on. Like, so we just, everybody in the sauna, you know what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time. Um, I'm kind of, sort of, still um, between seasons, uh, so to speak. Hypothetically say, I supply creativity to what others must think is a form of self-hate. Uh, if I can quote uh, the late left eye. Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Um, I'm still kind of out. Um, but I wanted to do something special. And um, I had the opportunity. This is this Now, I've had the opportunity to be on this podcast a couple of times. <laughs> I'm a veteran, uh, you know, part of the squad, the Unestablished Podcast, which, by the way, I want to highlight that these ladies are going to do a meet and greet um, this coming Saturday. So if you're, if you're in the Colum- Columbia, South Carolina area, um, you know, you know, go out and you know, and meet and greet them. All this stuff is on their socials. Um, I try to put it in my show notes as well, so you can click on that and you can see that I'm gonna make an appearance. I'm gonna be out there. I'm gonna be out there supporting the squad. So, um, but since I've been on a couple of their shows and since they're celebrating, they're doing their meet and greet one year anniversary celebration. I thought that you know maybe this week I would play. An excerpt. I won't, I'm not going to give you the whole episode because if you want the whole episode, you should go to their platform and listen to the entire episode in its entirety. But I'm going to give you just a little snippet of an episode that I was on, the first episode I was on uh, with the Unestablished Podcast. We 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 talked about a lot of great different things. Um, you know, Mo got mad at me about the wine. <laughs> Jawanda just laughed because she, she knew Mo wasn't going to like the Merlot. And, uh, and Constance, uh, I'm still waiting on that sangria recipe uh, that, you know, I thought that you were going to send me so I could be, like, drinking sangria with, with this apothic Merlot. Anyway, uh, had a great time with them, but we kind of – we touched on mental health and um, I kind of shared some of my experiences. Um, so 
again, it's a little little bit of a snippet of this episode. It was such I had a great time. I remember this episode. This was about a year or so ago. I don't know. My mind slips me. Um, but it was a good time. Well, actually, it was right around Labor Day um, of last year. Is that we had we recorded this episode? It was it was really fun. Um, I got really drunk. <laughs> I had the whole bottle of wine, but I had had a rough day that day. I I'll just leave it there. I just leave it there. I had a rough day that day, and uh, I was working through some things. <laughs> but without any further ado, you can listen to this snippet. You like what you hear? Please go to the Unestablished Podcast again, available on all podcasting platforms. Their link will be in the show notes, so you can just click on there. You can listen to their latest episode. Um, they got next week. I think they're gonna be talking to uh, you know Little D. Uh, you know who who is a it's about damn time alumni. So you know you know what I mean like it's all love squad love. So without any further ado, sit back, relax. Listen to the unestablished podcast and me. It's about damn time. Jared, what do, do we do? Jared, damn, or do we do the whole damn show? Like, wh- what damn, are we giving? Damn. I mean, I mean, you know, whatever, whatever, uh, whatever y'all want to give me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not picky. <laughs> I'm just happy to be called. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just. Which, I mean, Jared's fine. Yeah, Jared's fine. Okay. Yeah. We'll do just Jared yeah. then of the whole damn show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I I like that. Okay. I like that. From Damn University. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of rep the brand. I know we we not doing a video, but still had to rep it because it makes me feel good inside. <laughs> I'm gonna try and move to it at some point. So we all need to do something to make us feel good inside, no matter how small. Yeah. Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Small successes is the key. Well, what's not making me feel good inside is the wine of the week. Oh, damn. <laughs> so you covered at me it. early. You covered at early. Me early. Someone, a guest, suggested Merlot for uh, the wine of the week. And I was not able to find Apothic Merlot, but I uh, substituted with Oak Leaf Merlot. And um, it tastes like an old grapefruit. <laughs> oh, oh, look, I, Not an old grapefruit, Jesus! Buddy. An old oh. bitter grapefruit. A grapefruit's a good for you. One, um, oh, and uh, two. Look, I, I thought this was a great compromise because I know I'm an avid listener of the, the, the Unselfish Podcast. Um, please write a review on Apple Podcast for for these ladies. They're they're great. Okay, shameless so plug. I'm a. We try. Yeah, I mean, I got y'all. I got y'all. Don't worry about it. So I am an avid listener, and I know that y'all prefer, you know, a more sweeter wine, and I prefer more of a drier wine. So I I thought Merlot might be a good, you know, middle ground, but of course it's it's no place in Monique. Sorry. (laughs) Oh. Well, not with a red wine. Now, me and Joanna knew better. We was like, oh, she gonna hate this shit. Shots fired. Okay. You came at me. What am I supposed to do? Yes. Damn. It was like I was like, Mo, I can't wait till you taste this. <laughs> <laughs> and that face she gave earlier when she tried it for the first time. Damn. Yes. You gave a whole week wa- warning and that was still not enough for this. Yes. I told you. I was like, oh, that's what he suggested. I was like, oh, you ain't gonna like that. <laughs> but okay. Put it on the list. Yes. Maybe, maybe you, maybe you put like a little sweet and low in it. Maybe a sweet and low. 
I feel now. I will I'm say. I'm I know you're not gonna drink this bottle, but I need for you to like Pinterest a good sangria recipe. You can make a hell of a good sangria. Mm-hmm. Get you some mm. some peach schnapps or something to stick some in it, yet. and okay. some oranges and shit. Yeah. Or you find you something. Sweet or some Grand to, Marnier. Oh, mm-hmm. that orange liqueur! I, I like can't you can make a fire sangria. I can't. I can't wait for the unestablished um, drink recipe, um, <laughs> you know, cookbook to come out, so y'all can be making these drink recipes and selling it and monetizing. Yeah. I can't wait for that. Don't make yeah. Don't give us ideas. Okay, that's, what I do. that's a damn good one. We have a, a bartender on staff. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm licensed, but I'm trying to get my shit together, mm. <laughs> making mm. up things. Okay. Mm. But you're so good at it. That's what I do. I just try and help the people. You know, I just you bring the people what they want in alcohol. Form. Yes, make them feel good. I try. Cheers but to you, now. Yeah. I do actually like this one, though. I haven't had Merlot in a minute. And I usually, and like you, Jared, like if, if I do a red, I usually choose Cab because usually it, it goes down a little better for me than Merlot because mm-hmm. Merlot is usually dry as hell. Mm-hmm. This one. Scott, this is a little sweet. I kind of like it. It glides easy. Yeah. I sad didn't bring the bottle in here because this one, <laughs> this one's good. I might fuck this up, but I can't drink red the way I drink white. It makes my mouth purple and it gives me a headache. Um, oh, oh, I'm, I'm gonna have the whole bottle by the time this episode. Is <laughs> That's how y'all are most of my yeah. life. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm just being honest. My favorite thing about reds is that you know it always at my lip at my. Right there, my little, y'all know I gotta do that nine yes, or higher, and red is always oh, at least ten or less. That's what I was least. thinking. That's what I was thinking. I because I hear, I hear you, Jawanda. I hear you, and that's why I was <laughs> yes. like, all right, let me try to get everything. Sorry, Mo. Sorry. <laughs> Everybody was satisfied here except for me. I'm well, trying honey, to understand, honey. I what did I do? I told you to get that apothic red and said it would have been red. Oh yeah, it would have been like giving another. But she was like, "No, I'm determined to find her low." All right, well, yeah, the apothic. So for my people that, for my people that can't find the apothic Merlot, um, I just found this at Walmart. It was like two dollars and fifty cents. You say good in them budget. That's yes, probably, that's probably why you didn't like it. So we did. I mean, Ooh. oh, see, strike oh, two. Ooh. <laughs> 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 I'm, I, you know, I'm. I'm, I'm gonna shut up for the rest of the episode. I'm, I'm good. Oh, you thank can't y'all. do that, friend. You're a guest. Thank y'all for letting me be, <laughs> be a part of the show. Listen, we're we're so happy to have you. Yeah, we I'm appreciate honored. the um, you know, the other type of wine recommendation because Lord knows we probably wouldn't have never picked the red on our own. Yeah, even though we know we're out there, but I was gonna ease them into it. That was my that was my plan because Mo just put the tip in. That's what you said. Yeah, just the tip, just the tip. <laughs> um, but the apothic is definitely is a smooth thirteen point five percent. Merlot always reminds me of a steak. I just feel like I need a steak with it. I want one yeah. so bad. Yeah. yeah. So when I think of Merlot or red wines like that, I think of a good old steak on my plate. So if you like, you know, red meat and you know how to cook a good steak or you know where to go, like Fleming's, Mo, go to Fleming's. Girl, <laughs> let's shout out Fleming's in Charlotte. Shout if you have Fleming's. not been there, please go and get their ribeye steak. You Jesus will not Christ. be disappointed. No. I guess I might have to go to Fleming's. You are. Yeah. I'm so sad my friend ate my steak out of my refrigerator. What? Oh, oh, the one that you had earlier this week. Oh. Yesterday. 
Mm. That sounds like a story. Yo, I don't play okay. about that, you know? It, 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 <laughs> yo, like, see, we're yo. still learning each other, and I don't play. You knew immediately. I sent a text where my steak at. Facts. <laughs> and he sent all these gifts of, like, crying and shit. Like, I said, is this you apologizing, nigga? Because I, I am sad. I'm so sad. Oh, no. Especially I don't play that. that. on red. Mm. You gotta you gotta warn me before you go and take my last bit of anything. Like you gotta let me know because when I come looking for it and it's not there, there are problems. Right. I, I feel like it's, I feel like it should be like a two day rule, and I had I had the, I instituted that um, okay. where we go out to dinner. You have you, you have your to go food. Obviously, you have yours because I eat mine there because I'm greedy. <laughs> so you have <laughs> so you so you have your to go food, and and then. All right, now it sits there. Now, granted, steak, I'm going to be a little more lax on it because steak is delicious. But, like, I'm going to wait two days. And after two days, if you don't tackle it, I feel like it's free game for the rest of the household. Like, I, I feel like that's what it is. But cause, because a lot of times, a lot of see, a lot of times, that's what happens. I I, I I might eat it too soon and I had plans for it. I, I might eat it too late and, and, it's, and it's spoiling. Like, why didn't you eat it? You knew I wasn't going to eat it. I, I don't know the. I don't you know gotta the ask. The rule is ask. Just ask. Like, I see the steak in here. Can I have it? Like, mm-hmm. is it okay, or do you need it? I already made plans for that steak. I was make steak tacos. I bought tortillas and, and cilantro and every damn thing. Oh, All she made plans. Had plans for the steak. I had been plans. It was another plans. option this week for dinner. Damn it! <laughs> oh Lord! And she, and she had those plans just yesterday because she told me about that yesterday. So now I gotta take my oh. black ass back to the fucking store, and I'm gonna have to just figure out how to make steak my damn self because I don't have a grill. But I heard you can make it in a skillet. So oh yeah. yeah, you actually can put it in the air fryer. I've heard I that it's good. That's that's that's, that's that will be a Christmas gift this year. I don't yes. know how I feel about that, but you can hit up EJ. He know how to cook a good steak. He, he's yeah. had it in all capacities. Tell that nigga to send me a recipe because I I I didn't know how to make that myself. Now that I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. After that whole, it's all about (laughs) the wine. So we brought Jared on the show to kind of do a part two of our mental wellness um, podcast. Um, So we thought we would just go with a perspective of someone who experienced or has experience with their mental health and getting it back on track. I know all three of us, we've had our own experiences with mental health and we've shared our stories amongst each other, but we wanted to bring in a different perspective and it's also a male perspective. So what better perspective is that? It's a different side of things. It's it's definitely a different side. Yeah. (laughs) I'm interested to know what that's about. (laughs) (laughs) I am. Like, I'm always interested to know, like, because y'all, y'all different. Yeah, not just different, child. Are we, are we that different? Yeah, yes, yes you um, are. And I right, mean, so, it's not all. Some, some of us, some of us are like, yeah, we, yeah. I've heard some stories. You, <laughs> all right, you're right. All right, you got it. You but, got it. But your, I mean, your mindset. I mean, like, yeah, you just you operate differently than women do. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm always interested in hearing like how you guys think about things. Well, I tend to think that I, um, I think differently. Than most guys, which fits me into the same category as most guys, because most guys think they think think differently than most guys. But whatever. <laughs> that was like a circle. I'm just saying. 
Yeah. That was like the dog it's, chasing his tail just now. Yeah, it's, it's basically true, though. Oh it's basically true. Every guy says, well, baby, I'm different. But uh, anyway, um, I I do think that I, just being raised in the, um, in the household I was raised in, my dad left when I was like four um, away from the, the, my house. So I was it was me and my grandma and my mama. And so it was a, it was, there was a lot... I just I just did things differently than than the most of the guys who who's built up on the machismo on, on the uh the the masculinity even when it turned toxic I it was just different for me so I I, I offer a perspective from a male perspective but I offer, also offer a, a little different perspective because I feel open enough to share share what I'm what I'm saying. Right, that's good. That's good. Being yeah. able to express yourself is important. That's something that I lack. So um, I. <laughs> I sometimes call yeah. myself the male of my relationship and my mm-hmm. fiance is more of the, I guess, quote unquote female of the relationship because he's more emotional than I am and I'm just not the emotional person. So I think in societal gender roles, we're kind of in reverse. I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I planned, I planned out my wedding. Like I was, I was, I was groomzilla. I planned out my wedding. Oh, so really? So, yeah. Like she didn't give a rat's ass. She didn't care. She was just like, well, I mean, whatever you say. Like so, I took it upon myself because the wedding planner was trash, mostly because she was fucking my dad. But that's a whole oh. different story. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute, nigga. we're we're gonna come back to that. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna come. I mean, we're gonna I didn't want to deviate. Yeah, I didn't want to deviate too much from that. Right, I'm just, from I'm point, just, but yeah, ahead. but I'm just I'm just saying. So I I took it upon myself to try to plan things out, <laughs> to plan things out, and I was like a groomzilla towards the end. But you know. It don't really don't matter now because we ain't together. But I mean, sure. I mean, it was it was an experience. It was an experience. Damn, but yeah, but that's that is different. I mean, I've heard of a groomzilla before, and I've heard more men who have more input on weddings. But I ain't never heard of no woman who don't give a fuck about her wedding. Now I know, Joanna, you teetered back and forth mm-hmm. about whether or not you wanted to have one, but it's not that you don't give a damn about it. You're right. just trying to figure out. The logistics. What was the best? Right, you try to figure out the best way to go at it. First of all, I wasn't trying to spend the money. Second of all, we talked about for years just going to the courthouse. And third of all, I think it really is. Weddings aren't for the people, the couple. It's for the family. No, it's not. And this, it is. And it will be. I figured it'll be a good thing because it'll be the first time that our families actually meet each other because our families have never met each other. Um. So I was like, we may as well just do it. And then I'm trying to figure out the cheapest way possible. And it's still more expensive than I want to pay for it. So, yeah. you know. I'm... But yeah, it's it's a party to celebrate you that you have. To now, I'm ready to party. Now, that's the part I'm I ready know. for. As far as, but that's the biggest expense is the party. Yeah, as far as like the vows and all of that, we can just, we could have just did that at our house. But I'm, you know, I'm always down for a party. I know. Celebration. Porty is your porty. I know. It's your porty. I know. So I'm excited about that party. <laughs> <laughs> my, my party at Constance's house. <laughs> well, Constance's parents' house. Don't don't confuse that. I ain't paying bills in that oh, bitch. Well, that's that's too expensive for me. Constance's. I can't afford okay. them. Constance's parents' house. The mini mansion. Thank you. Ooh. The estate. The estate. Ooh. I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> For all the listeners, I'm poor. Okay. Swanky. Ooh. This is swanky. swanky. 
So, Jared, the, one of the first questions I wanted to ask you was, um, what does mental health mean to you? Uh, mental health means to me, um, I think, the ability to just be able to deal with shit. I mean, honestly, like, life life um, will hand you lemons. And they, I know they're the, uh, the appropriate response is to make lemonade out of those lemons. I try to throw those bitches back because... Uh, <laughs> Shit real outside. It's real outside. So, I mean, I mean, yeah. Don't 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 steal that because I want to make a, a t-shirt from that for my merch. But, but tell me what you mean by that. What but you mean you but, it's, back? but it's like when when you if you're you're sitting there trying to do your nine to five, you're your co-parent calling you because she she gets into it with with your daughter. Um, you got a respiratory infection. Uh, you 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 got a, a, a ex girlfriend that's calling you that's, that's mad at you. You got you got demands from this podcast, that podcast. You got your friends that's having a, a existential crisis that only needs the advice of Jared because you, your voice is so soothing. You give such great advice. Um, when you have you trying to eat healthy, you trying you trying to do some push ups, you trying to walk outside more because your mama say you're in the house too long. So you you doing you doing all of these different things, and 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 all of a sudden you're just trying to keep your your sanity. You're just trying not to sit there and cry. You're trying to sit there and have these dark thoughts where you sit there and like you know what? I'm tired. I wish that I could just go ahead and take. Can I can I end it with 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 uh, diabetic pills, like the stuff to control my, my sugar. Oh, can, can, can they, if so, I'll take all, all 60 of these. I mean, so that's... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it bees like that, though. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the what mental health means to me. It's it's just being able to deal with that shit and then being, and then like, all right, I dealt with it what, what I could. I'm going to bed. And, and that's that's perfect mental health for me. I, I, I ain't got there yet, <laughs> but yeah. I'm... But I'm working on it. I'm working on mm, it. That's important. As long as you're working on it. Because yeah. when you give up, and that's you recognize just... you need it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So think about coping mechanisms. What are some ways you deal with it? Like, mine is a lot of times on involuntarily, like, I like will lose my appetite. And more often than not, I'll, I'll drink. Mm-hmm. I'll drink about it. And I'll skip a meal and I'll, and I'll drink. I'll drink. Whatever I find, usually it's not liquor. It's usually wine or like a anger orchard or some shit or a beer, but just something like ooh, I, make me feel good. I wish that I could really do that. Um, I can't do that all the time. I can do that at sometimes, and and it, for me, it's a, it's a, like evaluating where I am on the spectrum. And I have to, and I, it's almost to I have like this internal gauge in my head on on how bad is it? Is it just a rough day where? My my supervisor would just would would just annoying the shit out of me, and I just I just, I just all I want to do is cuss her out and say I quit. Yeah, all right, I can have a couple of drinks. But if it's mm-hmm. if it's if it's like something that's really bad where I am like, you know, because I because I've been diagnosed, I suffer from, um, you know, severe depression and anxiety. So I this this is a diagnosis that my therapist came up with, and I guess delivered to the insurance companies or whatever. So I I don't have to pay for that much for therapy whatever uh so i don't want to lean on the alcohol because that's 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 just like the main thing my family um has addictive personalities and I've, I've seen it with my mom i've seen it with my grandmother i've seen it with other people in my family that that they have literally killed their liver 
with alcohol. And alcohol is a, is a good short-term thing. So I'll do it on, on days where I'm feeling a little bit rough. But I, but for a general rule for me is that I never want to sit there and do it back-to-back days. Like, mm-hmm. if, I, if, I, if I went nuts and killed this entire bottle of wine and I went to sleep right afterwards, the next day if I'm still feeling bad, I'm... You know what, Jared? Go for a walk. Let's let's do some exercise. Let's let's talk to somebody, which is hard for me and hard and most hardly hard for most guys in general, because you know you don't want to you don't want to have that type of talk. You don't want to sit there and reach out to people, and because I'm one of those people that is the is the person that is always there for other people. I I I feel I don't know. I feel like as if that I'm um. I'm not being my true authentic self if I'm if I'm allowing other people to help me, if I'm allowing other people to 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 acknowledge my pain and, and deal with it. Plus, I've been let down a lot by a lot of friends over the years, so I really don't want to fuck with y'all and tell y'all my shit. I just rather suffer in silence. And so and so, a lot of times I be in this apartment. I I even put a post out today about it. I'll sit in this apartment. And I'll just suffer in silence and and, and struggle, and you know. But when I get when I get to a certain point where I'm like, "Whoo, all right, Jerry, it's getting it's getting rough. You're gonna have to sit there and talk." And there's yeah. been times where I've just reached out to somebody and I said, "Just tell me what's going on with your life. That way, I can get out of my head. I don't care what you talk about. You you could talk about how it, it's, your your dryer had too much lint in it, and and you you need to. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't care. I just talk about something to distract me, and I, so I can be invested in it. So, which is probably why I started watching TikTok, because oh I can go down God. that TikTok rabbit hole. Facts. Sweetheart, you want to talk about a distraction. My God. <laughs> yes. Oh. And then when they put those little things that said, oh, hey, don't you want to take a break, go to the bathroom? At first, I saw that. I was like, oh, that's a little cute TikTok. And then I was kept yeah. scrolling. And then it was like, hey, really, you need to get up. <laughs> you know? I didn't I was like, oh, that, man. This is- and, now, and now I see him. The black man said, Hold up! You know, oh, you I, watch. oh my god, that man makes me so mad. I, I hate that man. I hate him. I hate him so much. <laughs> He's the one but, that makes me get off. But that's the one that made me go to sleep at night. Like it's like it'd be like two thirty in the morning. I'd be like, "All right, man. Since you didn't sit there and did that, I guess I'll switch to YouTube." Where <laughs> 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 ain't nobody gonna tell you to get off? <laughs> ain't nobody gonna tell me shit on YouTube. I'm gonna switch off. Oh my off. gosh, I guess I need to spend more time on TikTok because I have no no idea what don't do it. No. Don't do it. Reconsider. Read some literature on the subject. You sure? I'm telling, I'm telling no. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's with y'all? <laughs> we were singing that the other night because you know we got your like crack. Like crack. 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 Tick. Tick. Yeah. yeah. Dirty. Yeah. Yeah. So hurry, hurry. Go on to the altar. <laughs> Make it to the altar. I know you ain't a pimp. Remember what I told you? I told Keep you. your heart, three stacks. Keep three your stacks. heart. Keep your heart. <laughs> These girls are smart. These girls smart. are smart. so good. Why? Yes. Yes. Play your part. Play your part. Damn. I, why are they so good? So good. Uh, three stacks. Shout out to Three Stacks. I know he ain't listening, but if you are, shout big out, buddy. Boy too. Yes. Yeah, big, big boy I mean, too. Big Boy too. What was he talking about? Oh. Uh, what were you talking about? <laughs> coping mechanisms. <laughs> my bad. Coping mechanisms. My bad. I, I get a song in my, in my head. That's, that's oh, a wrap. That, I just start quoting. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I can relate. So obviously, like talking to people, walking, 
um, you know, trying to trying to do some sort of um, physical exercise. I started doing. I hadn't been consistent with it, but I started doing like a 100 push up today, mm-hmm. which um, I can do it. I you know I started doing it in the pandemic where I, it was struggling because I was struggling to do five, but I can do 100 in a day now. But you know, it's it's more so of like getting yourself in there to say, okay, let me do this. This let me knock out this ten. Let me knock out this twenty. But even then, like like your focus on like I know I need to do this. All right, it's the top of the hour. I know I need to do this. So it's less time where you're focused on, you know, why should you be alive? Do you provide value to anybody? Does do do you is your daughter really benefiting from you being alive? All that stuff is is out the window because all you focus on is like, I mean, I got this twenty pushups. <laughs> so it, you know, you try to get the little cheat codes anywhere you can that 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 keep you to the next day to keep you from really going down a rabbit hole of, of darkness. And and that's what it's really about. Like it's, it's not just the whole fact that that depression is like, Oh, it's gloomy. And now I want to kill myself. It's, it's, it starts off as like a, like a, like a little small little nugget. And then it's just like a snowball effect and, and it's gather mm-hmm. stuff. And so it's important that when you have those, those first negative thoughts, that the first thing you do is you, you try to do something to eliminate it. You try to just distract your mind positively. Um. So, so you talked about that you have been truly diagnosed with depression and anxiety, mm-hmm. and you have a therapist. Yeah. So, so, like outside of your own coping mechanism that you do out, you know, yourself, how does your therapist, um, like help you to get through, or do you know what what kind of relationship do you have with your therapist? What's what's how does that help you? Well, I will be honest with you. Right, right now, um, I am I am just starting out with a new therapist. Like I've been with the same organization since mm-hmm. 2015, um, but the my my main therapist that I have been using for a while that I will say that saved my life, and I can I can go into that story in a second. Um, she, I don't know, she's taking time away from patients because we all have mental health. Mm-hmm. We all need right. to take care of our mental health, so. I'm, I'm recognizing that, and I'm working with a different therapist. So I, I literally saw the therapist that I'm, I'm working with now for the first time Saturday, okay. you know, this past Saturday. Um, but to go back to the therapist that saved my life, um, it was it was it was it was crazy because I think it was like the Valentine's Day weekend of 2015. Mm-hmm. I I had been for for weeks. I had been crying uncontrollably. Like I was, I was at a point where I was like. Shit, I need to do something about this. And so, at the time, my my, my then significant other, she was like, "Okay, you need to go to the emergency room. You need to go to the doctor. You need to do something." Um, and so, I or at least go to the therapy. So I I found a, I found a therapist. I went to I went to I I was supposed to go like around like four thirty five o'clock something like that whatever the time it was. I didn't want to sit there because I was always a the team player at work. I'm looking at you, Jawanda. I was always a team player. <laughs> I was always a team player at work. I'm just saying, 80 hours is crazy. Uh, I was, I was, <laughs> Constance's right. She right. Hey, I was, I was, I was always a team player. So instead of me taking like an hour off, I just took like 30 minutes off. And so at, at that same, at that same point in time, it was Valentine's Day weekend, Atlanta traffic, and it was raining. Heavens. Oh, I was running late. 
And so now my anxiety start building up. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh shit, oh shit, I'm, I'm gonna miss this appointment, and I don't know if I if I got the strength to make it to another day, because that's mm-hmm. that's that's that was the mind frame I was in. So I ended up stopping off at like one of my um my my friends' houses and knocking on the door. They didn't really answer, uh, even though they were there. I saw their cars there. They didn't answer at all. Yeah, whatever. That's a whole different story. They don't talk to me no more anyway. Whatever. So. I was like, all right, well, this is it. Let me just figure out how I'm going to kill myself because I, I can't deal with it no more. Like, that's, that's where I was. Right. And and what do you call it, divine intervention? What do you call it, God? What do you call it, just just fate or coincidence or uh, serendipity? Um, I was at a point where the, the therapist called me and she was like, I understand that you're running late. You know, I see that you're running late, or you still want to come in. And I was like, please, yes, just please stay. I I don't want to ruin your Valentine's Day, but please stay. I'm gonna get there as soon as I can. And so I got there. Now I got a, I got a. I'm a big black guy. I've weighed a lot more than what, what I weigh now. I'm a big black guy. I got a hood on. I got my ear earphones in. I'm listening to music to just try to keep me from just not crying. And so I get there. She's she's the only person that's there. So she looks at me and sees this big black guy with the hood, and I'm just looking crazy. She's like, "Oh Lord, like I, I, my safety is, my safety might be affected or something like that." So she was nervous. Oh, she was like, "Well, have have a have a, have a, have a seat." Oh, and so she sat down, and I took the the I took the hood off, and she was like, "What brings you in today?" And I bust out crying. She was like, "Oh." Crying? I got this. I, I can deal. I can deal with crying. Black man crying? I can deal with that shit. I can't oh deal with God. the other shit. But crying? I got it. So that she literally that day saved my life because that was the day I chose. I was gonna choose to be like, fuck it, I'm done. Thank you for joining me this week on this about damn time. Hey, if you like what you heard, follow this podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and IG and join the conversation on this week's episode. Link to all my socials in the show notes. You can also show love by simply giving me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, for more blogs, pods, and other digital content, go to thewholedamnshow.com. Until next time, I'll see you next week.